Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show. Janelle and Leslie, I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're going to run down the stats for August 2021. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, hope you are doing well. Thanks for joining us. We are here on the 7th of September. Today is back to school for some people. Yeah. Not the TDSB, you don't think, but no, everybody it's not. else. TDSB is Thursday. I don't know who is today. I maybe think Catholic was, Board, maybe private schools. I not don't know. private schools, but Peel, I think, and no. Halton went back today, I think. Um, so that's good. And I think uh, we can also say happy first day of the fall real estate market. Absolutely. I can. I think there's a little bit of a buzz in the air. Even totally. walking here, it seems like there's some energy. Definitely more people, more traffic. Yeah. There's a definite difference between last Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, just, just out of interest, I monitor how the our Toronto Real Estate Board system works. Is we've got you know different sections on our on our system where we can monitor different uh, areas of the city and how many listings are coming up, that kind of thing. So in the central downtown condo market, Mm -hmm. we already have 101 new listings today. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the east end, uh, southeast end, so the beach and Birchcliffs, we're already up to 50. So it's going to be busy. Um, We are going to talk about the stats for August. It will probably be... Irrelevant this time that's next year. That's what I year. was just thinking. <laughs> we'll have this conversation, but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. It, yeah. Uh, it supports, well, we'll see what the numbers say, but uh, my guess is that we're going to find that they support our instincts and our experience all along about yeah. the summer, and yeah. August in particular. In August in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, in a nutshell, we had a lot less listings. Our listings... End of podcast. End of podcast. <laughs> that's right. So you know what that means. Listings were down. Uh, sales were down, I should say, 20%. Yeah. So sales volume. So, and again, I'm hearing all these reports on the on the news about, oh, the market's softening. There was only 20% sales, 20% less sales than last year. I just cannot believe the irresponsibility of the media reporting. There were 20% less sales because there were 40% less listings. Right. So that means, everybody, that the prices go up mm-hmm. because there's still the demand. It's all about the supply, supply and demand, yeah. But why, why? I just don't they know. Leave that don't they understand. don't analyze that part of the story. No, they well, look it at, doesn't sell headlines, They look at the number, right, and don't yeah. look beyond it to see what right. might be contributing to it. Exactly. And does it, in fact, meet the standards of the message they're getting? I say no. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. They're giving, I mean. That's right. Mm-hmm. So there we are. So we've got uh, 20% less uh, sales. And August is always slow. Always. Yeah. So this one was a little slower. But again, it's because we had 43% less listings, Mm -hmm. new listings go on the market. Uh, Interesting stat I heard today was that for every, there was one sale over the last three months for every eight realtors, right? Mm -hmm. We have Mm 62,000 real estate agents uh, which is the largest real estate board in the entire of North America um, by amount of 
registrants. Mm-hmm. So one sale for every eight, mm-hmm. which is pretty shocking. Mm-hmm. Pretty shocking. But reflects the numbers we've been looking at. It does. Yeah. 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 July is typically okay. Yeah. I don't think that um, unless there are some extenuating circumstances, I would necessarily discourage people from listing in July. But if you miss July, I think, uh, you know, August is is a real hard time to be selling. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, um, and and this year, evidently. And yeah. <laughs> Plus this year, July was, you know, I don't know about you, but July weather-wise was a write-off, and I think everybody was still here. But, you know, in August... Uh, you know, I think people had their heads somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this year in particular, right? We've yeah. got a lot We've going gone on. Through, yeah, yeah, I agree. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of people were trying to travel and mm-hmm. do things. But so. why do you think there were 43% fewer listings? I think same reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just not, uh, wasn't a priority. Yeah. Um, so it'll be always, it'll be interesting to see what September's like. It always is. But I think it's going to be very strong. I think we're headed toward a strong, a strong, um, uh, fall yeah i uh all indications to me point that way as well yeah in our in my neighborhood i drove down a couple streets yesterday there's like so many coming soon signs like it's just going to be and the buyers are out Mm -hmm. so competition is going to start again i know in my neighborhood i looked yesterday and there was only one listing in my good real Lord. estate one and today I think there are like 18 yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's what we need yeah and yeah. exactly yeah that's as it should be all is right with the world yeah and mm-hmm. I you know I I uh, actually did a Q&A about this today on video just saying to people you know if you are one of the buyers in the market going into the fall uh, a couple things you have to do the first thing is you know get some sort of strategy together right know where what you want to pay, where you want to be, and when you want to buy and hold to it. And find something and buy it, period, right? Never mind this, well, let's just wait and see, and maybe prices will go down, and, well, I don't know how things are going to go. And there is none of that. Just jump in. Right. It's 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 really the only way because you cannot... As you've told me in other aspects of life, Janelle, pee or get off the pot. Pee or get off the pot, Mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I have clients, actually, that bought a couple years ago in... um, uh, Halton Hills, and he had been saying to me at that time, "Oh, the market's going to fall. Oh, There's know. no way. I don't know. I, I'm worried about spending this much. They spent eight fifty on this house. Their next door neighbor just sold for one six. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. like three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what you're in for, everybody. If yeah. you are thinking about buying, yeah, yeah. Like volume fluctuates. It's seasonal, um, but." Prices don't fluctuate as widely as mm-hmm. the as volume does. So, That's right. And isn't that what matters? That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So August, uh, despite all of that, prices up twelve percent. Right. So that's what I look to. Yeah. So the drop in volume. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? That's, yeah. You know, am I wrong? But that's what I end up thinking. Yeah. The only the only reason it matters is because it usually affects price in a positive way so not good for buyers but great for sellers right right Right. um so 12% overall 12.6% I believe it was so that brought the average price of a home to just under 1.1 million that's all categories and all markets in the GTA so when you think about that's pulling in data from little tiny areas right little tiny condos and everything else we're still at quite the number considering that yeah Mm -hmm. And then so, when you break it down. And then when you break it down. Mm-hmm. So um, a detached home in the 416 costs you 
1.75, sorry, 675, 1.675. That's up 11% from last year. Um, if we are looking at a detached home in the 905, 1.365, and that's up almost 26%. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, condos, which is the other thing we always like to look at, $720,000 in the 416, 720, almost 721, and that was up 7.1%. So we're on the rise again. Healthy. Yeah. More than healthy. More than healthy. So mm-hmm. that's excellent. And then condos, this is really interesting to me, in the 905, we're up 14.5%. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So the whole 905. Yeah. You know, across types of housing is just exploding, continuing yep. to explode yep. for the last year and a half. Yeah. And you have to, you know, you have to really, it's, it is interesting when you think about all these people who can't afford to buy maybe a detached in the city, they were going to the suburbs, but now that's become very unaffordable and that, yeah. that it's, you know, shrinking, right? We're right. only $300,000 difference now right. between the suburbs and, right. and the 416. So now where do you think that person goes? So I think now they've shifted to the condo market in mm-hmm. the 905 and yeah. the 905 because right. they can't afford one in Toronto. So right. I, it's all very fascinating. So, you know, you've got, and I know you're probably the same as me, but um, I, ha- I get a lot of people who are saying to me, well, Oh, I'm going to buy, you know, a freehold in Pickering. But then when it comes right down to it, they can't afford that. So they right. end up with a condo right. townhouse over there, too. So, you know, the the story we give every month or every week, every time you listen to us is really just buy something. Right. <laughs> just buy something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So we like to do the uh, sort of where we've seen some, you know, high increases. Um, and really across the board in the 905 this month, you know, every everyone has done well. Uh, the winner, again, uh, by and large, has been... Um, actually, we had Georgina in, in uh, York Region was one of the highest at 37% increase for a detached this month. So they were great. Um, but then we were looking at Durham. So, you know, Durham is 37% in Brock Region, 36% in Clarington. You know, 32% in Oshawa. So um, almost everywhere in Durham region is 30% or more. Right. So, I mean, that's phenomenal. I I think when you think about how much uh, a house in Pickering or Ajaxer would be cost now compared to Oakville, Burlington, I talk about a shrinking gap, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, yeah, you look at a place like Burlington or Oakville, and they have right. great returns, but they're 20%. Right. right? Oh, dear. <laughs> just, yeah. Poor, poor people. Poor people. <laughs> um, so, you know, compared to 40%, that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, always interesting to see where things are moving with the detached market in the city itself. We've had lots of really good neighborhood pockets for increases this year. Um, some of the West End were really strong with almost 14%. So uh, W6, the South Etobicoke market mm-hmm. that we work a fair bit, they were up almost 14%. Um, we've got uh, all around that little pocket actually did really well. Um, we had 17% in some central regions, like C13, for example, they did well. Um, and we had 17% in some of the east regions. So um, 
they were all very strong. But the number one area for detached in all of Toronto was E10 again. So that's out oh, by the Rouge That's again. a couple times. Yeah, so lately. 22%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... They've done really well, which is great. It's, uh, you know, again, you'll fi- you're finding those little pockets of the city that had mm. been lagging. So I wonder if they're, like, kind of feeling the Durham kind of periphery side I'm effects. thinking so. That's good. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's good. And they've always been a little mm-hmm. lower. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you they're know. They're kind of catching up and, and uh, taking advantage of what's happening out there. That's right. Yeah, because if I were looking out in Pickering and found I couldn't get it detached for less than 1.375, I'd be looking for where out right. there, heading out there that I could get. Yeah. So I, I, that makes sense to me. It does. Mm-hmm. And that whole Pickering yep. side yep. versus the Toronto side of, of the Rouge is yep. interesting because, you know, you really have to think for one or two blocks, yeah. I'm going to pay an extra land transfer tax. Yeah. So it's better for me to cross the border. Exactly. Uh, some people have some weird stigma about not living in Toronto. And so they don't want to go to Pickering. Uh, which hmm. is totally bizarre to me. But anyway, and so that's their reason. But meanwhile, mm-hmm. you know, two blocks mm-hmm. over, yeah. they're going to pay a lot more money in land yeah. transfer. So yeah. um, I'm sure everybody realizes that you pay a double land transfer tax for property in Toronto. Um, everybody play, pays a provincial, but you pay an extra land transfer tax in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, a lot of the regions are now pushing for their own land transfer yeah. tax. I'm Are not they? sure if you knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think Durham is actually pushing to get one, hopefully. Yeah, they want to take some of this pie. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't say I blame them. No, you're sitting back watching th- these values increase like this and there's no significant right. uh, advantage to you? That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so lowest increase in all the city uh, for detached was in C1 again. Always is. Yeah. And there's sound reason for that. Yeah. And just 2.5% they went up. So, yeah. But that that makes sense. I mean, think of where it C1 does. is. It's the downtown core. There aren't that many there detached aren't that homes. Many. And, mm-hmm. No. So condo market, yeah, lo- again, lots of really strong performers. Um, the highest, though, was E11. 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 So that's like... For condos? For condos. There's some rough buildings in the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's northeast yeah. getting along the... So are their values lower, but they had the greatest increase? Yes. Um, but the average price there was 586 Right. So maybe those not two the lowest. go ahead. No? Yeah, mm-hmm. not the lowest. Mm-hmm. And they went up 12.35%. So the, in, in the condo market, that was the best. Wow. The worst was actually, we have a new uh, loser this month, (laughs) (laughs) which was C9. Oh. And a negative 2.4% in terms of condo prices. So of all the statistics I'm looking at and all the different markets, the only thing that did not increase in value in August was condos in C9. So C9 is an interesting district because it, it, incl- it incorporates some, you know, the highest value property in Canada. Yeah. And then also some of the more diff- challenging neighborhoods. I wonder, I bet it, is it, is that the exclusive market that's sitting a little bit? The high-end market? Yeah. I, and I would think, you know, we've talked about this before too, but numbers are always skewed there because yeah, right. if you're looking at, you know, a few Ten million dollar units, yeah, right. and only and last year there were six sales of right. ten million dollar units, but this year there were only two. Right, it 
mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. And one went down in value. Yeah, I, I agree. Don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. It's hard to. That's not really representative. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, wise to focus too much on that one district. That's right. What was the um, second slowest? Then? The second slowest was. Let me just find this again. It, it might was, be it's either C one or C eight or. It actually was. Um, C1, 3.85. So they've gone up a fair bit there. Um, C, I know C8 was 3.02. So they're always kind of hand in hand, aren't mm-hmm, they? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, E1 uh, and E2 didn't do all that well in terms of increases. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1.65 and E1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that's okay. All right. Um, great discussion, but probably irrelevant. Probably already. already. Yeah. Unless, like, till we come to next summer and look. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think our message for today really is just to, you know, get people prepared for yeah. what's coming. It's going to be a busy fall. Um, get prepared. You're better to own something than not. You're better to own than not. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the sooner you jump in, the better. Yeah. So that you can be one of these people who are started. Yeah. yeah. And at a minimum of 3%, which yeah. some of these, you know, most of them are like 40%, but 3% a year, you still... Everybody has to have a place right. to live, and you're increasing your value. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, stay tuned, everyone. We'll let you know how things go next month, of course. Um, but next week, we will uh, be back to you with our regular schedule. So hopefully you have subscribed to the podcast and are receiving our weekly downloads. Um, and please follow us on all our social media channels at the Janelle Cameron team and reach out if you have any questions. Sounds good. Happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto real estate show with the Janelle Cameron team, but more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful. So let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.